everybody, and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. And I'm here today with Nicole Nelson, and she is the jewelry designer for Delicacies Jewelry. And Delicacies is so adorable. It takes images from the food world and turns them into jewelry. Welcome to the program, Nicole. Thank you so much, Stephanie. It's great to be here. Yeah, so we think a lot, and I know you have pineapples in your line because that's sort of like hospitality, but how did you get started making jewelry? Well, it's an interesting um, story because I absolutely had no experience making jewelry, and it took a lot. It actually took several years for me to even get enough experience making jewelry to start this company, but um, as you know, probably we live in Merida, Mexico for the school year, and um, it was like, I think it was 2012. I know it was 2012, and my husband, daughter, and I all came down with dengue fever. Oh, okay. From mosquitoes. <laughs> yes, exactly. All three of us at the exact same time. It was terrible. And um, I was like on my couch and it was a miserable three weeks, honestly. Um, but I had, I had what can only be described as a fever dream. And I literally looked down on my wrist and I saw, I saw the, the, the first leather garlic bracelet that I ever designed on my wrist and once kind of we had, you know, gotten better, a little bit recovered from, uh, from dengue, I told John the idea. John was in the food industry at this time, um, working with Andrew Zimmern. Yep. And um, he's like, that's a great idea. You should maybe do something with that. So I did the research. I kind of, you know, found uh, people to help me manufacture the leather and then trying to figure out how to cast the sterling silver pieces and about two and a two and a half years later, we uh, we were able to go to market um, and launched a website, and that's how it all started. And you started with the leather bands that had sort of the silver um, food items, we'll call them. I don't know yep. for lack of a better. And now you're like you have twenty four karat gold. You have I don't yeah. do they call it faux gold? I don't know what they call that anymore. Yellow plated, yeah, we do plated. yellow plated. We still do sterling silver. We do yellow plated and those are our two most popular but we also cast in 14 karat gold um we actually we, we cast gold and diamonds and we also do pave pieces which oh that's so cool those, but yeah 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 we and we we don't really make the the leather bracelets anymore so we're kind of slowly trying to get out of those um they're still on the websites but um but yeah we're gonna i think we're gonna uh, transition into metal bracelets now so tell me about the Merida, Mexico connection, because how did you go from being in Minnesota to raising your daughter and having her go to school in Mexico? Well, um, another interesting story. She, um, we adopted our daughter from Colombia, okay. um, so Latina, and we really wanted to come up with a way to be able to raise her, not only learning the language, but also kind of living in a Latina culture and Colombia is really far and really hard to get to. And John was traveling back to the United States very frequently. So we just kind of, you know, thought Mexico and we love Mexico. We got married here in 98. Um, I think I told you in Ixtapa, Zihuatanejo. Yep. Um, so we've always just had a thing for Mexico and um, we've been here now for 13 years and we're just, I mean, we've been, we've been really lucky. It's just a, a lovely place to raise a family. Just wonderful, and actually. 
Merida is uh, kind of a lot of expats are there. Is that correct? There's quite, there's a, there, yeah, there's a big population. I don't think it's as big um, relatively as say like a San Miguel de Allende or um, like maybe a, a, yeah, I mean, but yeah, there's, there's a fair amount of expats here. Absolutely. Yeah. From all over, from Europe and Canada and the United States. Did yeah. you learn Spanish? I did. I kind of knew it before, um, but it was really rusty. So it's, I've gotten a lot better. I, I would, my, my daughter's still horrified by it. So <laughs> she'd be horrified by you anyway, just because that's how daughters are. Exactly. You have a daughter, right? Yes, it's, I do. it's what we do. It's we're we're just, you know, cuts. Yeah. But she helps me out. She gives me some pointers, helps me write all my notes to my teachers. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So what when when you where did you grow up? I grew up in St. Paul, Minnesota. And from that experience of growing up in St. Paul, and do you come back then in the summers then, or how does that work? Yes, we absolutely love our Minnesota time. I wish I had more Minnesota time, honestly, because there's so much great things happening there. Um, but we come back, she just, she gets like eight weeks off for summer vacation. We've got a little, um, we have a duplex in St. Paul and we rent half of it out and then we keep just half of it for ourselves. Um, she's got, but yes, we do come back to Minnesota. I love it. Favorite place to be in the summer. There's nothing better, right? When you come in the summer, what do you like? What restaurants do you like to eat at? Or is there favorite spots? Oh my God, totally. Um, well, first and foremost, I got a shout out to Everest on Grand. I don't know it. Oh, of course. Place like the Momo is there. It's the reason we have a Momo in our collection because our, we get to, I mean, Tibetan Everson Grand is like, it's, it's one of our faves. Um, God, there's so many places. I mean, Spoon Stable, where else? Uh, Jorge Guzman, Petit Leon. Yes. Yes. And he's Yucatecan too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where else? I mean, there's Red Rabbit that's right in my neighborhood that I go to a ton. Um, there's, I mean, there's, God, I can't even think now. That's plenty. You got golden, golden fig. You're kind of in my old yeah. stomping grounds. Yes, I and know. Hyacinth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Hyacinth. Yes, 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 yes. We adore that place. It's Me so too. Great. Yeah. There's so there's so many great restaurants in Minneapolis these days and St. Paul, of course. So when you're in your travels of your food life, like what makes you think that this piece of food will be a good jewelry representation? Um, well, some things translate and some things don't actually, um, a lot of our, I mean, I can, you know, like the tomato that I sent you, um, yep. that's one of our most popular, I think it looks beautiful. It's just kind of like a round disc with just a little bit of interesting detail to it. Our pasta has been insanely popular and I think they translate really well. It's just kind of like a light bulb moment for most people and they immediately get it. The chili pepper, again, it's so easy, right? It's like people see it, they immediately know what it is. It's iconic. Something that we've tried that we just, we tried like four or five times and it just never really worked. Um, cauliflower. As Interesting. Out, yeah. It either looks very tree-like or like just a really, you know, terrible growth that you don't want to <laughs> wear. <laughs> but um but yeah and 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 you kind of under like our our carrot that's another one of my favorites it kind of looks like just like the most beautiful dagger when you yeah it's real simple yes 
but they're just, they're just like really beautiful, like iconic shapes, you know, and, and, and people really gravitate toward them. So what, if you have like a hundred percent of your week, 40 hours of your week, yeah. what percentage is spent on designing jewelry versus the business of marketing jewelry? Well, that depends. Um, we just, we just came out with our dumpling line and that was this past summer. Um, so when we were kind of coming up with that line, a lot of my time was spent designing jewelry. Um, I work with a designer here in Mexico. I also have a designer in, um, in New Mexico, as a matter of fact, where we do all of our fulfillment from and all of our manufacturing. So in that's like, it, it, when that's happening, when we have new products coming out, a lot of time is spent with design. It's just like back and forth. There's tiny little changes that need to be made. Jewelry is a hard thing to design. And at least I, I feel like I really need to see it in person or else it just, sometimes it's just not right. You know, yeah. it's like I can see it in metal. Yep. Um, and that, and that can lead, and that can, you know, add a lot of time to your design process. But when new products aren't coming out, it's, you know, it's, it's everything. It's customer service. Um, I do all of our social media. There's a lot of photo shoots, um, you know, digital, di- digital advertising, writing copy. I mean, you know, it. SEO. Um, yeah. It's all it's just everything. It's crazy how many things. Yeah. But because it, it, it's just the two of us, really, it's just um, it's just John, my husband and I. What part of your job do you hate? Oh, God. Um, what part of my job do I hate? You know, I actually for the first time in my life, I really, really love what I'm doing. And because I, I did PR for 17 years before I started this company. Um, and so there is a lot of things that I didn't like in PR. Yeah. <laughs> which is why I got out of it. But with, I, I mean, I'm, I mean, I don't even, I can't, I don't even know what I hate. I'm sure that's there's- pretty gratifying that there's not one thing you can think of. Cause most times people sort of have that thing right at the top of their list. Yeah, I know. And here's the thing, you know, what's hard for me is, is customer service. I do it and I do it gladly. But um, we try to get back to our customers, and we do it all ourselves still. So although it's such an important part of our, our company, it's one of the most important things, it's hard because you're doing something, you're just like rolling with it, and you're super productive. Something, you know, a customer service issue comes in, you I drop everything, yep. and then kind of deal with that. So it just kind of like shakes up my day a little bit. Yeah. But, but again, I would say to be able to have customers to service, like I could never hate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's amazing. And it's a gift. Yeah. I get right. that. Cause I had to, I, we had plenty of years where there weren't that many customers there. You know what I mean? Yep. So now every time I get customer service um, issues, I'm just like, you know what? It's better than the alternative. Yeah. I it's a good thing. answer you. Yeah. When you think about social media, you know, it started out and it was Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook and, Twitter, some people, and now, you know, it's, it's TikTok and it's reels. Have you been able to keep up with all of that? And is it stressful for you or enjoyable? Cause you're creative. So maybe you like it. You know, I am, it's, it's, it, you know, the advent of social media, I would say is, is why I started kind of looking to get out of PR. I just, I didn't know if I wanted to, you know, throw myself completely into that completely different area. And you really, as a PR person back then, you, you needed, 
needed to be come up to, up, up to speed on it pretty quickly. Yep. Now, and you know, the, for the first few years, I hired somebody to do our all of our social media. And a few years ago, I, I took it over for myself, and it, and and I do love it. It's very gratifying. Um, I love just like putting messages out there and showing the jewelry and just kind of trying to educate people about like what food means and what food memories can mean and things like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm not, I mean, TikTok, I've never made one. <laughs> it's not I easy. It's, I really need to, but it, it scares me a little bit. Um, and reels have gotten into them. Um, but I've, you know, I've, we, we have a, a lot of really great, um, um, relationships with influencers. And so I've reached out to some of my favorite influencers that we've worked with over the years and kind of have asked them for their help. So I've sent them products um, and we're actually paying them as well to start creating those reels for us. Just kind of, I can do them and I've done them, but the quality isn't there. I'm just not sure-footed enough on that ground yet. Hopefully I'll get there, but we've had, we've had some really great luck hiring influencers to do what they do best. Can you talk through for someone listening, maybe how they might go about doing that? Like, do you identify, call them sort of, how do you start that relationship and how do you, like, what is the going rate for a reel? Well, that depends on the person for sure. And we've, we've literally, we probably have worked with uh, over the last seven years, we've probably worked with 400 influencers and we do a lot of giveaways and we send out a lot of products. Um, We have a give back component to our line that a lot of these influencers, they, they just love it. You know, they, they love our products, they're foodies, so they get it, but they also love the give back component. So we've been really lucky with that just to be able to establish some of these relationships with these really amazing content creators I would say what I do is I just reach out, I DM them and I just, you know, we love, I love your feed. Uh, I love what you're doing. This is who we are. Um, You know, can we send you something? And oftentimes, you know, it's it's definitely not quid pro quo. I never assume that they're going to do anything. Um, And when they do, it's, you know, I mean, it's, amazing. Um, but even if they don't, just even having them wear our pieces during, you know, their social media and what they're doing when they're recording themselves, it's pretty cool. Um, but I'll just DM them and then I'll send in uh, some information about, you know, the real reel that we want to do and see if they have any better ideas. Oftentimes their ideas are much better than mine. Right. They're coming from such a fresh perspective, you know, something that I just don't have anymore. But then it's just a conversation with them, you know, and then they'll, they'll definitely give me a price. I always offer, um, you know, trade, um, but we'll, we're happy to pay, you know, outright for it as well. Sure. Is there like, I know with followers for like, I think it's like a hundred thousand followers kind of equated to you know, anywhere from five to $10 for a reel. Is there anything that equates with followers or is it more just price per video? It's, you know, okay. So, and I mean, we just started doing this. Sure. It was literally my new year's resolution this year. Um, for you. So, yeah, I know. I was like, I have to get on this real thing, but yeah. So I've, I, you know, I've, I've reached out to three, maybe four people. Um, and, and, and some of them are, have, you know, larger following. Some of them have smaller followings. Um, but I, 
And so I'm sure the people with like a hundred thousand, I haven't even reached out to anybody that big, honestly. I feel like they just have their own audience and probably aren't looking for a lot of content creation, um, at least with small brands um, who are budget conscious, like delicacies. You know what I mean? But it's, I mean, it's been amazing what I, I've, I've so far I've received video uh, some reels from from two of them, and I mean the quality is fantastic, um, super professional. I will not hesitate to continue doing this honestly. And and what do you think? You don't have to like say your personal experience necessarily, but based on what you know, because I just feel like a lot of people are at where you're at yeah. that they want to do this. They don't know how themselves or they don't feel confident in their own skills. They're yeah. small businesses like you. So mm-hmm. is it like, is it a hundred dollars? Is it $500? Like what is generally that number that they could plan for in their head? I would. Okay. So I'm going to give you a range, yeah. but it's a range that I found. It's anywhere from a hundred and these are, you know, these are uh, probably eight to 15 second reels. So yep. they're pretty short. Um, I would say anywhere from like 150 up to like 400. So yeah. it's, it's a big range and it kind of depends on, I mean, the content creator. Of I course. Don't, yeah. And I don't really, I, I don't really haggle with them. It's like, I know who I want to work with, you know? So and I, that's, I think that's super helpful to know because you know, I do some, um, influencer work for some brands and, you know, I kind of know what the going rates are and I'll reach out to someone that has a thousand followers and they'll say like, Oh, well, I'll do a post for 500 bucks. It's like, "Mm, no, right. Exactly. Yep. 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 Um, I think too, for you, like, because, you know, like eating in a restaurant or like showing my food is like, okay, you know, if it's the right person showing your food and they know your sensibility and like, I'll use Hyacinth as as an example, they've never paid me for my work. I just love that restaurant. So when I eat there and I, you know, Ricky goes to the trouble, my husband has an allergy. So he goes to the trouble of customizing a menu that he knows my husband can eat. So when we sit down in there, he'll have the server bring over his, this is what your husband can eat tonight. (laughs) Now, like Amazing. there's no amount of money that I, I could, I, I mean, that is just like so incredible and so full of service and hospitality. And it makes me want to go to that restaurant every night and to recommend it to everyone I know. And he yeah. doesn't have to pay me for that because it is a genuine, I just think he is great. And the service and the food and all of that at Hyacinth is amazing. But, you know, for other types of folks that maybe they don't have that recognition, you know, maybe you put out your maple syrup and like, I don't know who's going to eat your maple syrup, but for you with jewelry, it is a little bit different because it's beautiful. And you can see like, would you wear that? Is it your style? Is it easier to make a sale from social media? And I'm assuming you sell right off of the gram. We do. Um, we, we do. Yes, it is. Uh, we, we do get a lot of sales from, from, I bet we really do. Um, Because people can see your jewelry. Our jewelry is really small. So yeah. like in a retail environment, it's really difficult to display. I've tried and it's really, we don't, we don't sell well in retail. Um, but on Instagram where you can get up close and personal with it, um, digital marketing, I would say the same thing. Yeah. Um, and then we do a pretty robust business with our digital newsletters, our email yeah. newsletters. And that's, oh, I bet. 
Yeah, but it is. It's like our jewelry is certainly not for everybody, but our people, our tribe, like they love it. You know, and they're and these people, they'll, they'll, I mean, the word of mouth is huge for us as well, honestly. When I think about too, you know, like I, when I started doing stuff on the Jason show, they started calling me the tomato lady. I don't even know how I became the tomato lady. I think yeah, I just, you. yeah, I was doing like, you know, in August or September, anybody who grows tomatoes, you're the tomato lady. Cause you're just like trying to figure out, I couldn't bear to leave one tomato that I started from seed go, you know? Oh, totally. So, I, well, you know, you're going to want those tomatoes come like January. Yes, you, know you do. I'm still actually, I'm getting to the point of the season where I'm trying to use up all of my freezer things. And because I have so many, but you know, your jewelry feels very personal when someone says like, oh, you're the tomato lady. And I show them the tomato. It warms my heart. No, thank you. That means a lot to us. And that's, and that's exactly what, what we want it to be. You know, it's like, food memories, um, comfort food, cooking for somebody. These are all ways that we express love. And it's like, I don't know if you find your ingredient or that, or that, um, that iconic food that you would wear, it's really special to a lot of people. It reminds yeah. them of things and people and places and time. Yeah. It's exactly, we, we want it to be personal, you know, it's delicacies it's- jewelry. And I have a request. Yes. You ready? Anything. So I, I would love to have a hoop earring yes. that has a charm on it. I It's interesting that you have you brought this up to me because no. somebody else has. It's No, that's very interesting, actually. I just was talking to somebody about this, I would say, in the last three months. Um, it's a great idea. I love hoops. Hoops are definitely in right now. Yeah. And, and I feel like it'd be pretty easy for you to make that transition if you could find the right hoop. and. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, it would just take a little jump ring and you could just like, you yep. know, string it right on. Anyways. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. And then Let one me- ear, I could be the tomato lady and the other ear, I could just be like hospitality or the pineapple, right? Yeah, there you go. I love it. That's a great idea. I love it too. It's really fun to talk to you. Um, I just, I love, I don't know. I, when I, you told me that you were like, your daughter was at school in Mexico. I was like, oh, that is such a great life. It is. It's really hot here right now though. It's about 105 degrees and the hot season, the heat that, I mean, the, you know, summer has just kind of begun a little bit early this year. And my daughter is currently without air conditioning at school. So oh, I know it's a total bummer, but at least they're back in school. So I have nothing to complain about. Well, it's a delight to spend time with you. Thank you so much, Nicole. It's Delicacies Jewelry. We'll put links to where you can purchase your jewelry and follow her on social. And thanks for sharing your experience. It'll help other makers. And I really appreciate talking to you. No, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on, Stephanie. All right. And when you're in town this summer, look me up. We'll go to Hyacinth. Yes, yes, yes. Let's do it. All right. right. Bye-bye. Bye.